Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everyone to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips, joined as always by Jeff Torrey. And tonight we're talking Thursday Night Football, Dolphins, Jacksonville, and eh, it went about as we expected, right? Actually, not really. I don't know. So... What, do you have any takeaways from this? What's your I mean main takeaway from this whole thing? Is it uh, actually there's a couple I guess it could be. I'll tell you mine, but in a minute. What, what, what do you what, what's your biggest takeaway from tonight? I mean, the only takeaway, as far as fantasy goes, that I can really have is the fact that it looks like James Robinson is for real. Yep. Um, I mean, when I say real, he did nothing. He he broke no big plays. He didn't do anything like that. But they're going to use him, and he does get some tough yardage after the fact. Yep. He is clearly the number one there. They're going to use him hell or high water. And he, he looked good enough. I mean, he, he did look really solid. Do you wish that you have more kind of like a big play-making ability from a position like that? Yeah. But the way they're playing right now, it kind of utilizes his strengths really well. I mean, he got two touchdowns, and he got a lot more catches than we're used to seeing, uh, which is great yeah. because he was averaging about four yards of carry. It was, it was fine. Um, but the, the yardage in the passing game really bolstered it. I don't know if that was because they were missing DJ Chark or not, but um, that is really my only takeaway. I, I thought Dolphins kind of played um, just a smart game, even though it felt like Fitzpatrick was doing really well. His numbers aren't overly impressive. He got three touchdowns, two, you know, passing, one rushing. Um, and, you know, it was good to see Jacecki catch a touchdown, but that was yeah. all he really did. Yeah. Like, there wasn't, there wasn't actually a lot. It was just, like, little right. pockets of, like, what can I take from this? James Robinson was the only one for me. Yeah, that's the biggest one to me was James Robinson. And the fact that it was still – it was only 11 carries for 46 yards, but he got those two goal line carries and he put them in. But the biggest, I guess, even takeaway from the whole thing for me was even in a game where they're down by a lot and they're in a passing mode for a long time, it doesn't just go to Chris Thompson like people thought might happen. You know, Chris Thompson's value was seen a lot higher just a couple of weeks ago before the season started as in this team probably won't be good. They'll probably be down. They're probably going to have to go to the pass catching back. And I mean, Thompson did catch five balls tonight. Not saying that he had six targets, five catches, but you would have thought that in a game like this, it would be all Thompson. And it's not Robinson's going to be out there. He can catch the ball, six targets himself, six catches for 83 yards. They don't need to go to Chris Thompson. They can just use James Robinson as much as they need to. And so even in a game where they lose by 18 and only score 13 points, I mean, fantasy-wise, James Robinson has a monster fantasy day, which is, I mean, when you see the Jacksonville only scores, you know, 13 points, you would never think that. But it ended up being about, uh, in standard scoring, it was 24.9. You give yourself uh, some good old PPR, PPR score, and he's over 30 points. So, um that's my biggest takeaway. And I, my other one would be just the fact that you cannot trust Gardner Minshew, which after the first two weeks, we kind of started to let that creep into our minds that you could. And he became, um, he moved up my rankings. He was in the top 15 for this week. I thought it was a good matchup. He'd been playing well. Why wouldn't you think he's going to be good? Even without Chark, that wasn't really like a worry to me. They had enough, you know, they have, they have Keelan Cole. They have, I mean, D.D. Westbrook's still on the team. I saw him once. Um, they have, you know, uh, what what's his name? Tyler Eifert, that guy, that <laughs> that tight end. And Chenault, who caught five balls. in Conley as well. They had a million guys. I wasn't worried about that. But 
it just wasn't there tonight. And, you know, he still threw for 275 yards, but no, no touchdowns and a pick. So I just, it, he's, he's hard to trust in just a regular 10, 12 team league. I think there's just better guys out there. I mean, shoot in our own league, Jeff, I offered somebody Matt Ryan and they don't even want him. They wanted to start Minshew. So hey, talk to <laughs> you then. Well, uh, maybe you can offer him again now. <laughs> no, it was, it was too, I had, I had too steep of an asking price, but not even a counter, not even a counter. So. Uh, the only other person that is worthwhile talking about, uh, Devontae Parker, for people that are listening, he did catch five balls for 69 yards. Not not bad, and not good. Just he's, he's still hobbled. You could tell he's not yeah. quite himself with that hamstring injury yet. So. And um, so I guess the only other person in my mind that is worth talking about, and I don't, I, I don't know if this necessarily told me anything. It does tell me one thing, that uh, Miles Gaskin has got a stranglehold on the running duties as of right now for Miami. He got 22 rushes, and I, yep. I realized that Miami was up this entire game. Uh, it was an unorthodox. I don't know how many times we're going to see that. But Miles yeah. Gaskin, 22 carries for 66 yards. So he averaged three yards a carry. Nothing great, no touchdown, but he also caught five balls for 29. He put up a decent outing, and he got a lot of usage. Is there? What are your thoughts about him? I mean, it, I don't know how g- good he truly is, but he's getting a lot of use, and he's still catch, he's catching the ball too. So he's he's a – He's still a flex. He's a flex play. He's, I think, an okay flex play. I guess the only downfall, I think, is um, Jordan Howard comes in there on the goal line. So that takes away, you know, the, the, that touchdown ability from Gaskin, which he'll probably get a shot or two. But Jordan Howard seems to come in on the goal line. He got one. Jordan Howard had three carries for a yard. Got himself a touchdown. He got stuffed on another one. I don't actually know what the third carry was. I only saw two of his three tonight. That, that was like the definition of like a, a touchdown vulture. Yeah, yeah, he's he's that. He's going <laughs> to end carries, the year. I mean, one yard, one touchdown on three carries. That's hilarious. Jordan Howard's going to end the season with like 35 carries for 40 yards and 15 touchdowns or something. Like, that. <laughs> right, like it's right. going to be the most ridiculous stat line you've ever seen in your life. It's just they do not use him unless it's on the goal line, like at all. He's just not playing. Matt Breida, that's disappointing. I mean, I guess we're still going off what we saw a little bit in San Francisco, but San Francisco did shy away from him at the end of last year too, right? And it went to Moster, and Breida took a, wasn't playing much. It was early well, okay. on where we saw, I mean, yeah, but at injuries. The same time, and, I mean, I, yeah. I don't know what this is because at the same time, yeah. they shied away from him because they could go to someone as talented as Moster, right? That yeah. big playability. I highly doubt that we, we know Howard is not that highlight real guy anymore. And from what we saw from Miles Gaskin, 22 carries yeah. and only averaging three yards, I don't think he is either. I, I don't have any faith that they're going to turn to Brita like we thought originally. Yep. But I, I still kind of stand by like the thought. Like Brita is definitely the most electrifying yeah, person is. in that backfield. I don't, I don't know why. I'm, I mean, maybe that will change. Uh, maybe we don't know something. And maybe Miles Gaskin – um, just, you know, straight up earned it in yeah. practice. And maybe he's more sure-handed, I don't know, in a game that you're up. But as of right now, I mean, he's not even worth having on your team. No, not at all. But I, I don't – I guess I just don't fully understand it. But that, Yeah, you know. I mean, it just, I guess maybe we're still just going off of the, the flashes we saw in San Francisco, which yeah. I thought he looked good at times. He really did. And, and maybe it was more of the 49ers line. That, I, maybe I'm giving him too honestly, much Honestly, yeah. That could be – that 49ers run game was – remember, I mean – we knew basically whoever you threw in that backfield is going to run the ball well. So, I mean, yeah, I think we've had like five guys that had big games last year for yep. them. <laughs> yep. So that's that. Um, receiving wise, like you, you mentioned Parker, that hamstring, I think is still hobbling. They mentioned it in the broadcast there where he just really wasn't 
he just wasn't going full out. It didn't look like he was going all out, but he still, I mean, got five catches on – he caught all five targets, right? So if he can get himself healthy, I'm still very interested in Parker for this year. It's just sometimes those hamstrings can just linger and linger and linger, and that's the worry. If he doesn't sit out and he keeps playing, it's – I don't know how healthy he's going to get, and that's a, that's a bit of a worry. And then the, the Preston Williams people who, you know, love Preston Williams, and a lot of the talk was – the first two games, he had really tough matchups both of the first two weeks. I think um, Gilmore was on him one of the weeks, and then White from Buffalo was on him as well. So he matched up with two great, you know, corners, and that was part of the reason why, you know, he might have struggled. He saves his day with a touchdown today, but still only two <laughs> catches, right? So only two targets. So um, Preston Williams isn't quite, you know, getting there yet, but he's coming off an ACL, right? Like that's not – not everyone is ready right away. They're just not. No, but and, I mean, I mean, do you have any faith that or any inkling that he is going to be worth even rostering for the rest of the year? I, I know I'm probably going to get some pushback because there's for some reason people like Preston Williams a lot, but I just don't. I don't sure. see it right I mean, now. I think he's a talented young guy. Yeah, it's just I don't think but, it's worth waiting around for anymore. Right. Like, I just, don't. I don't think there's so. other guys. You're and this happens. Like I've already seen. I've already done it to myself this year is holding on to guys too long and you miss out on the potential other guy. And this, this game right here is the prime example of this. So talking to our main league here, Jeff, James Robinson sat there on the waivers and I knew he was there and I'm like, ah, I should probably pick that guy up. Right. He's just see what he is. And I didn't because I didn't want to get rid of Matt Breida. I didn't want to freaking release Matt Breida because I'm like, oh, I think Breida has something, you know, I want to see what he can play, what he can do. And because of it, I didn't end up with James Robinson. And you know what? I could really use James Robinson. So don't just well, don't sit on your guys just because you drafted him. And I, I, I made that mistake already this year. On, you and me both. And I, I should have gave him a try. I, I, I know I we so, both did. We, I was we, so we, sure we talk, that it wasn't going to turn yeah, into anything. We, and we talked about it on the show. Yeah. We talked about it here. We Absolutely talked about it. He sat there on the waivers on our league. And you could have picked him up for – we have fab budget, but you could have picked him up for nothing. And we were too tied to our teams, you know, to the guys we drafted. To not go get him, and it, it's uh, it, you know what it, it could it could hurt me. It could hurt. It could definitely. You could really use him, Jeff, on your team. Oh, I could. Oh my god, I would love to have him. <laughs> and see, so don't get tied to a player. Just that's my that's my I, takeaway. If your guy's not performing, you're through three weeks. Cut bait right now. Just get somebody that I don't know who's out there because this past week was the big waiver week. I, a bigger waiver week than we yeah, had. I'm gonna was, say bigger. It wasn't big, I, but there was a lot of options. Yes. But. I don't know what those people are going to turn into because a lot of them are uh, fill-ins until injuries come back. True. Um, I, I do have one last guy I want to get your take on. He's kind of been up and down so far this year. Jaseki. Yep. Um, so a t- a extremely talented mm-hmm. tight end. We both really like him. Uh, just in this game, he did catch a touchdown, but much like Preston, he yeah. that saved his week. He had he one, one catch. It looked really good when he did it, but that was it. To be fair, Fitzpatrick only threw 20 times, completed 18 of them. So you know that they're dumping off to the to the running backs yep. and, and closer. But last game, just one game ago, he was eight for uh, you know eight catches out of 11 targets, 130 yards, and a touchdown. What what do you see for this? It's all over the board. Yeah, um, at tight end, like we talk about, it's not as deep, you know, at some positions. So I still want to use him. In, um, Lucky, I'm happy he did get the red zone look. I do wish there was more targets here today. Yeah, but to I guess hit. I mean it's part of the game. It's only I guess it's only 20 attempts. I mean you guess you could say that for Preston Williams too. But I just I mean Preston Williams has done that for three games. 
but they didn't need to, I guess, pass it much. I mean, Fitzpatrick was 18 of 20, 18 and 20. That's all he had to do. And, and I just, will say just to give more context as well, in case you did not watch the game, uh, there was a play in the end zone near the, uh, I think it was like the early fourth quarter or something. Uh, they did go to Jacecki. He uh, actually got, uh, he made them call the pass interference. So they got on the one. Um, so they did try to go to him twice in the red zone. Yep. Uh, so, and it, that is very helpful to know because, hey, even if you're not throwing a lot, the fact that he is going to be looked at there and he's extremely athletic, mm-hmm. he caught one, drew the offense or the defensive, you know, pass interference on the other one. Good to know, but still very up and down. But I don't yeah. know. You still believe in the the upside? I, I do. I still think he's he's that talented. He just looked so good last week that I, I believe and I believe in the guy's one of the most athletic tight ends out there. He's and I think he's starting to put it together in what year it's year three, right? And that's about on yeah. target, right? It's about on the right timetable. So. And I know Miami uh, fans will not like to hear this, but I can't wait for them to uh, go back to playing from behind because they'll throw right. it to him a lot more. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I don't want to see Miles Gaskin run the ball 22 times no. for 66 yards. It's very, very boring to, to watch God. football. I don't, want to see the, my, I don't want to see Miami just have a good win. Come on. Like, <laughs> yeah, this is no. terrible. It's not good for fantasy. So, <laughs> But all right, that will do it for tonight. We'll be back uh, Sunday night. Well, I'll be back Sunday night. Jeff's going to leave me for a while. So, yeah. Yep, yeah you'll get uh, the the uh, lone host for yes. the next couple of, of episodes. Uh, it'd be a good time. So, <laughs> come join me <laughs> Sunday night. I'll be talking about the action of the day. All right. Talk to you guys later.